time to get extreme with ReCW. Hello again, welcome once again to ReCW, your lovely journey to the world of extreme. Um, this is our last show in 1993 that's exciting uh, for those who haven't listened to the show before this is ECW. we go back and we're reviewing every episode of ecw hardcore tv from episode one all the way to episode 401 um you got myself paul and once again joined by jay and griff how are we doing guys all good all good partying like it's 1993 <laughs> Oh, wow, it was a long time ago. Um, I guess we just got to dive straight in. ECW, week 36. What day? The Hammer and Hammer, 93. It'll be December, because we've not come up to Holiday Helen, 26th of December yet. So I'm going to say around the 10th of December, somewhere around there. Huh. So, yeah, technically around the 10th of December. Yeah, sorry. Okay, good. All right. Wow. <laughs> the show starts off and um, Sal's back. Giving away teddies. That's nice of him. Well, if we That's came nice out guy. well, my notes is like, hey, Sal's back against Danny Allen and he's got his bag of gimmicks. Oh, wait, no. It's a bag for the teddy bears. This reminds me how far we've come. <laughs> so I knew Sal was a face the moment he walked out because you could see his face. Ooh. Um the wild man of putting all of his hair in front of his face and then putting the helmet on. You know, he's 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 laughing, he's smiling, he's happy. He's he's happy that he's got two eyes because you know there was a 90% chance he was going to have. Um and I was really pleased to see Sal's made a full recovery. He's back in this match. And then we spent half an hour giving out Fucking teddy bears. Which is what people go. It's not for everyone, but it's what people turn up here for. And then he started, you know, you say like he's a face. Then yeah. he starts pulling hair. And it's like, that's a heel move, isn't it? It's... Like constantly pulling the guy's hair. Well, it depends if you're doing it in a cheeky give out teddy bears to people first kind of way. Sally Salsa. Um, it's a nothing match, really. Just, Sorry, you got more points on the match? Just didn't like... I, I, no, not the match. Just not the fact that one woman in the crowd got two teddies and didn't give another one away. Yeah, I mean, it was a, it was this shot of this woman who managed to get two of these teddy bears out and was really thrilled with it. And sitting next to her was a woman with a child on her lap, a little girl on her lap, staring enviously... Staring enviously... At the fact that this this bitch has got two teddy bears, whereas the child has none. Hey, it's not for everyone. Nope, it's not for nine-year-old kids. Not for everyone. Sal's fault, really. He's no Bret Hart. I mean, he's throwing these teddy bears out. We know he can't see out of one eye because of the Rockin' Rebel. He doesn't know where he's going. Exactly. Um, Yeah, so Sal wins with a big splash. Yeah, it was a bit of a, naff, bit of a naff, nothing match, really, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was a weird show opener as well, but um, Sal's there. 
never to be I seen mean, again. I think I think weird is is going to be a word we use a lot over recapping the final parts of 1993. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And I think I think obviously straight away after the pin, Matty comes in. I think Matty's just getting a bit weird. Matty's in there. <laughs> I love house. his enthusiasm. I love his enthusiasm. <laughs> Yeah, amazing yeah. house talks about the upcoming event. The old boom, I mean boom, talks about the public enemy versus um, bad companies in a cage. Two people are in a cage. Two people are fighting. If one person doesn't win and free their partner, they both blow up after fifteen minutes. Yes. Why has this not ever been in a video game? The body count match. It this is the f- first time ever this match has ever been done. To which I wrote, "No shit." <laughs> and never again after like people died I don't know. I'm pretty sure we can do it in fire pro wrestling we get to find out very shortly means everything <laughs> so, like, is there any footage of this body cat match is there anything of the explosion probably somewhere I'm sure we can find it on our video nowhere else But um, yes, that's coming up. And then we have feud highlights, which shows all the feud. Uh, JT Smith is talking about Sullivan. I think he's got him in a one-on-one at the next event. Did I, I think so. He's kind of calling out all the people that kind of screwed him over. Like he's had a nightmare, yeah. really. Everyone that hits him on his way to and from the ring. Yep. So, yeah, he talks about Sullivan. Obviously, he's got a match where he gets to fight Terry Funk next week, which leads to a couple of really weird segments. Um, tag team title match. Tommy Dreamer, who's meant to be teaming up with Johnny Gunn, but Johnny Gunn is stuck in Puerto Rico. What the hell is he doing there? Wrestling. So it becomes. Earning more money than in ECW, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, I, the, I, the belt round his waist isn't good enough. I mean, this guy walks into one event, gets put straight into an impromptu title match, wins it, never turns up on TV since. No. I, I don't understand why you put the belt on him, bearing in mind he'd been in the company his his ECW career up until this point and you know into 94 maybe he's a mainstay going forward but so far 38 episodes in this guy's ECW career consists of nine seconds and he's a champion from it oh, I was going to say she so said the nine seconds obviously Tito Santana like won the belt and we never saw him again he lost to Shane Douglas fair and square no, not never got aired though. Didn't you just it? get told that Shane Douglas is the new champion. If you weren't at the arena that night, you're a great for the rest of your life. I thought that was November to remember. It's this one as well. Although uh, there is question marks as to whether you'd be able to see anything if they kept turning the lights off. But God, someone found the light switch, didn't they? But we're getting to that. I can get there. Jesus, that's exciting. Like in the kitchen, having a rave. Um, so yeah, Tommy Dreamer ends up against. Sullivan and Tasmanic in a one-on-two tag team title match. Oh, my God, what are we going to do? Shane Douglas runs out and um, says that he'll team up with Tommy Dreamer. Tommy Dreamer. Now, last week, when we talked about Shane Douglas, woman coming out and offering a piece on this team, um, and him saying, you know, that he's loyal to Sherry, blah, 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 
and turning her down. You know, you're you are really are beautiful. You really are amazing, but you're no Sherry Martel. Yeah. Um, we played a game of face or heel, and the answer was he was a face, which is obvious now because that was his, obviously his face turn because he's out to save the day and stick up for Tommy Dreamer to make it a fair fight. So, um, or so we thought. Ooh, bum, bum, bum. But yeah, no, it's a cool match. So basically, he sort of goes through the whole match. Tommy Dreamer wrestles the whole match. The story is Shane Douglas on the apron. Can Tommy make the tag? Um, after taking a lot of punishment, Tommy Dreamer finally makes the tab. tag. Shane Douglas rushes in the ring, stops, pulls out a chain while the ref is distracted by a woman and um, punches Tommy Dreamer straight in the head. And um, yeah, they proceed to pin and win the tag team titles. So we've got new tag team champions again. I know, like hot potato, isn't it? These tag team oh, belts. By so another destroyers. By another tag well, team that wasn't a tag team. Yeah. Um, and, you know, all of that drama of the hill turn because obviously he'd been built up as a face for about 14 minutes. Well, yeah. Um, the one thing I will say is I did appreciate the fact that we didn't have what always annoys me when you have these tag team heel turns of they'll fight the other people and get beaten up for 15 minutes and then turn on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a whole kind of, at the first opportunity, before anything, he went, do you know what? I'm going to hit you with a chain because and, and, that's what I want to do. Is so that Roderick he, Strong? Like, <laughs> yeah, this is it. It wasn't kind of like you know, you've battled and had near falls for the last however long, and now you've decided to turn. I like the fact we didn't have Sullivan's stupid gimmick as well. Well, he was just like a, like a oh, she had to get blindfolded. Oh, like, no, we'll, we'll I know it comes that. back, I know it comes back. Oh, yeah, but um, yeah, yeah, I'm just glad. I just, I just, I just don't know if they know what they're doing with him. He's just doing whatever he wants, isn't he, really? Um, yeah, so after... Yeah, so... Where are we at? Terry Funk? Um, I believe it's Funk... Yeah, yeah so Funk, Funk comes to read, yeah. talks about his match with Sabu, and brings out the bad breed as a couple of good men. Declares himself as king of the indies. I said, why has Terry Funk got a shower curtain ring as an earring? Because he's a pirate. It was absolutely like... It's funky. He's a cowboy pirate. He's a cowboy pirate. He's but yeah. a cowboy pirate. He says he's got a few good men to watch his back. Because he's got a lot of enemies. <laughs> They're everywhere. They're and everywhere. Insults, the, insults Joey again. And I was hoping, like... I don't know. I was expecting someone new to come out. And no, it's just a bad breed. Well, I kind of sat there and thought, you're saying you've got a lot of enemies. Uh, old um, J.T. Smith didn't actually have an issue with you. <laughs> you just you, you kind of him. You kind of beat the crap out of him twice. But J.T. Smith wasn't on his list of people who were out for him. So Sabu was obviously mentioned doesn't, and Hawks after him. And Abby the Butcher, who no one's seen. And Kevin Sullivan... And King Kong Bundy, who no one's seen. So they're the ones who are out to get him, apparently. He doesn't respect J.T. Smith. 
JT Smith. The bad Gordon's... breed are just the poor, like nasty boys, right? At this stage, yeah. Do they get better? Do they? Um, I like to think they get. Well, they get more vicious. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've got the Taipei Death Match to look forward to at some point. I'm not sure if that's going to be on anything that we watch. I think that might be one we find out, find just to to get Griff's first time viewing of yeah. them actually sticking broken glass to their hands. Yeah. And fighting. Bloody hell. Yeah. Think, so, yeah, we, we do that. Um, he basically says, these guys will do anything for me. If I tell him to get up the top rope and just jump off onto nothing, he will. Which means that Ian Rotten then climbs up onto the top rope and Axel Rotten has to tell him, don't do it. He doesn't really mean to jump off. He really didn't look comfortable climbing the top rope. He's he's obviously not the high flyer of the team. Well, he, uh, <sighs> I'm assuming, going Terry Funk, this probably wasn't rehearsed. So he's probably yep. climbing up there thinking, oh, fuck, he's going to make me jump off onto the concrete. That's the way I sort of interpret it. Um, so we're going to get a hype video for Sabu versus Terry Funk again. The same footage over and over again. I know, but it's coming, isn't it? Something else that keeps coming up over and over again. Yep, this fucking Jimmy Snooker promo. What you going to do about it? Woo! <laughs> so that... Fuck forward, mainly. Yeah, so that happened. <laughs> then we had, it's just um... like... Go on. Go on. No, no I was like, I said, I know it comes to later. I'm like, where the hell is Superfly? Like, is this just to keep him in? I think it's all to keep him relevant, isn't it? I guess. Yeah. Um, we then get another match Stetson versus the Sandman. Sandman. So, did you. So, Paulie Dangerously cut a promo before that and talked about how. He's worked with some amazing people in the the Dangerous Alliance, but Sabu's probably the biggest star he's ever worked with. Um, And he's worked with uh, some really kind of death-defying people like Superfly. Uh, But Sabu's probably the most death-defying person he's ever worked with. Um, Sabu's one of the toughest people he's ever worked with in the lists, like some people he used to work with in previous things. so it's kind of like trying to put Sabu over as this, this, you know, absolute, you know, he's the biggest, he's the baddest, he's the toughest I've ever worked with kind of thing. Yeah. And then he gets into just insulting Terry Funk and just goes off on a rant insulting Terry Funk, including, uh, you know, and you've got a beautiful daughter called Canyon. Um, and uh, from my understanding... Uh, that's not so much her name, but her nickname based upon her reputation with the boys. <laughs> um, and then talks about Terry Funk being the NWA champion and the ECW, cha- uh, you know, working for ECW. And, you know, when you're an NWA champion, you were out 320 days in a year on the road. Since then, you've been doing 250 days in the year on the road. So ask yourself, when did you ever have time to have kids? And how comes they look like... Um, I can't remember what wrestler he said, it was, but it basically insinuated that well, they weren't his kids. And it was just the most random levels of, of insult and smack talk. Um, just off on one, as, as, as dangerously as doing in this 
point. I think I missed all that because I just thought it was another Sabu promo of all the same footage. I saw the um, the Canyon comment. I saw that, but yeah, it was just a lot of um, dangerously promos I mean, over these shows. It, yeah, and and they're all a little bit kind of strangely random. Um, I, I mean, I, I crossing my time stream slightly couldn't help but sit there during this promo and kind of go. And who's better than Canyon? Um, which probably takes on a completely different meaning in that context. Yeah. God bless him. Um, yeah, so Stetson versus the Sandman. Sandman with an updated um, attire, but not the one we're looking he has, for. He has trunks. They have he his name trunks. on. He looks like when you go to a holiday park and they advertise Sting, but it's not Sting. It's just a, <laughs> a chubby guy in green lycra. It's Ing. <laughs> yeah. Here comes the Ing. They've spent a lot of money updating his look, so you know it's one that they've obviously committed to. It's uh, one that's obviously going to stick to. We're never going to see him. Yeah, it, the surface thing is 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 gone. It's now going to be this look yeah. is the one that we get used to and carry over. He does have a belly on him. I know I can't talk myself, but um, well, I'm not a, I'm, I, I I'm not a professional athlete. It's the world of podcast. You could be the most ripped person in the world if you. I mean, this is a an audio medium. Yeah, I think he's ripping his medium T-shirt. Your 12-pack. I just think it's just... It's, it just looks out of shape. The fact that he was their world champion. It's not the fact that he looked out of shape. It's the fact that someone went, oh, we need to, why are you hiding that body for me? <laughs> to get you in some lycra and get that top off. I mean, the, the basic <laughs> rule of wrestling has always been more skin, more money. <laughs> So, yeah. well, Sullivan yeah. must be fucking rich then. His <laughs> <laughs> little panties. Well, um, well you, you think women's with him for his personality? He's. Yeah. Nightmare about that. <laughs> um, right. Where are we at? I've lost the plot. Think about Sullivan. Um, then, then what's going well, Hitman versus. Uh, Hitman versus um, Sandman. Um. I mean, I don't Obviously, Sam uses Hitman's of... momentum against him. Yeah, classic to get finish. The win. Classic finish. But apart from that, Samman was getting pretty beaten up. Yeah. yeah I thought. I then... thought. Is this another Sandman loss I'm gonna watch? Yeah. And then it kind of went to Sandman getting beaten up again. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And then you had Mr. Hughes in the ring with... Jason. Uh, Chad Austin. You know, I, oh, I yeah. can't really even update this because this then went to just craziness and I was trying to work out how half of these people are because the camera shots were awful and then, you know, it's all it's all the lights out, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd lost the plot on this. No, the lights went out and everyone was going mental. Um Obviously, like this is a one-off, so let's just go for it. Um, oh, this yeah, really... this is because everyone just starts basically Appearing. running out, and so you got you'll have Tommy Dreamer, Sunny Chase, Shane Douglas, like they've been chasing each other the whole night. Mm-hmm. They run out and they're gone. JT Smith comes out. The Bad Breed come out. Uh, Jason, I think someone shouts to Madhouse. 
I think probably Joey Styles. Um, British Bulldog. British Bulldog's there. there somewhere, apparently. He's a myth. And then it has a fan who clears it all up. Holding up a chair at you going, his head, his head. He hit his head there. And I thought, face. Yeah, he was, he was very, very excited that he managed to collect a chair that someone had been DDT'd through or something. Yeah, and I want that guy on the show. If anyone knows who he is, we want him on the show. Matty, at Matt DeMatt, who was that guy? Who was that guy? Oh! <laughs> That's sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> I, I find myself <sighs> arguing, but he starts that now. I kind of look at the screen, I'm like, don't no, you fucking not. No, you're fucking don't, not. Don't do it, mate. You're not fucking sorry, mate. You're not fucking sorry. Don't do it, Matty. Don't do it. Don't. Oh, you've done it. But did he influence Sorry Not Sorry? I think did he did. Did ECW create Sorry Not Sorry? Probably. <laughs> I can't even argue that one. But what they did influence was um, week 37, which cuts straight oh. to the action. Tommy Dream is in the ring. He's calling out Shane Douglas. Where are you, franchise? Find out after the intro package. And the kid's still there with a sign with beefs and buttheads. <laughs> Every week. Because ECW still doesn't suck. Still doesn't still suck. Doesn't suck. Um, yeah, so Tommy Dreamer versus Shane Douglas to start the show. Um, yeah. And wasn't a bad match. It was a good 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 match. It was a match. It was a good match. It was a good match. It was a good match. It but no. With the chair, but no. Um, uh, I don't understand why this finish was the finish. Because he just knocked him out. So I, I right, so I, I have no problem with this kind of ten count when the referee's down thing because I have a I, I have a warped logic as to what that is, in the sense of if you're a wrestler and you've just been hit by a move then your instincts would be to listen to the count to work out when you need to kick out of. If there's yeah. no count, then instead of getting back up and getting hit again or getting beaten up again, if that guy's going to lay on you and pin you when there's no one counting and you can actually take a breath, that makes sense to me. Yeah. So I'm going to lay here. I know I'm not in danger because I can hear that the referee's not counting. I can feel the referee's not counting. So I'm just going to lay here. And yeah. I know that you could count to 15, but no one's counting. So you're not counting to 15. And I just get an opportunity just to take a moment and take a rest. That works for me. I can make an excuse for that. So he stands up, gets the chain out, punches him, knocks him out again. We know how effective that is because it worked last time. Um, and then wraps the chain around Tommy Dreamer's fist and jumps to the floor pretending he's been hit in the hope that the referee will get up, walk over to check on them, notice that this this thin keychain is around the wrist of Tommy Dreamer, yeah. and therefore disqualify him for that. When we've seen all hell break loose in these matches, chair shots, steps being thrown at each other, tables, the lot, with no DQ. 
Yeah, yeah, completely. Yeah. <laughs> why not just cover him? Why, why take the chance on this elaborate ruse? I mean, is there a reason why he needed to win by disqualification? Just trying to muck up his life, isn't he? But pinning him again would have mucked up his life. Yeah, it goes on his record. Win by pinfall or win by disqualification. Call yourself a fan favourite and you're doing chick Yeah, it's, it's like you're seeing it. Did you tap out or did you get knocked out? It's all there, same. Same on ECW records. Well, I think it influenced Eddie Guerrero anyway. So, yeah, Douglas won by disqualification. Um, highlights of the tag team match from last week. Highlights then, from the match we just saw again. Yeah, and then they announced the Light Out Battle Royal, which, um, yeah, was happening. I was thinking that. I was thinking next week, even though it was on these three channels, we can commentate on the Lights Out Battle Royal. So I was, I was very excited to see Jay Sully back. I didn't think <laughs> I was missing him, but missed out little Jay Sully. Um, I I don't like the idea of a Lights Out Battle Royal. These silly run-ins with the lights off, so it makes it even harder to see what's going. You know, so you've got you've got crappy camera angles, shit video quality, and now even bad lighting, just to make it even worse. Um, but what made this even worse for me was the prize that the winner of the Lights Out Battle Royal got. Uh, what was it, stuff with $100 bills? Was it a pig? Stuff? A uh, turkey. It a, a turkey. A turkey stuffed with $100 bills. Now, I have two issues with this. The first is, that's not a measurement of money that I'm aware of. I don't know, is that $500? Is that $2,000? How many $100 bills fit inside a turkey? What size turkey? Depends on the size of the turkey. I could work it out. Yeah. It's a bit smaller than Spain. <laughs> this, this is... <laughs> oh, you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck's Jimmy Snooker? Specified. Where the fuck's Jimmy Snooker? The whole country could be stuffed oh, with hundred dollar bills. Who? 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 What you gonna do about it? <laughs> and secondary, how sanitary? How sanitary are the hundred dollar bills after they've been stuck to, stuffed up a turkey's ass? They're fine. That I have no doubt in. It's proven they're fine. Most. So yeah, I'm. I'm I am not are. excited about the lights out battle royal. However, I am excited about the, the fact that JT Smith has found a partner. He has. Who is it? This is Snooky Wookie. Jimmy Snooker's coming back. <laughs> uh, what you going to do about it? <laughs> Jimmy Snooker's back. I'm going to call him Snooky Wookie for a start. <laughs> Snooky Wookie is coming back for JT Smith's taxi partner. And um, yeah, no one's ready. He's he's found someone who can stand up to the craziness of Kevin Smith and Tasmaniac. Kevin Sullivan. Yes. I Kevin, keep doing that. Kevin Smith is off making films. About people being turned into walruses. Which reminds me of the early episodes of ECW. Which I think was what's going on in WWF at the time when this was happening. Um <laughs> Manta. So Yeah, so he's announced Snooky, that's cool. Funk's on his way to the ring. I think Funk's a face this week. I'm not sure. 
don't know, but he's telling the crowd to shut up. It doesn't mean anything. I kind of don't understand because he comes out and he's bad because of what he's done to sort of um, JT Smith. But then Paul, oh sorry, Paulie Dangerously but comes out and did, he's even worse. Yeah, but didn't Funk get the, the his his few good men yeah. pulled out some poor guy who they were going to pretend to be Sabu yeah. and beat the shit out of him. So he's not a good guy because he's pretending that Sabu's this and blah, 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 blah. I just feel... The Funk promo was... Um... Was the guy from out the back, was he a fan? Yeah. It's just a guy clean the toilets. I just want to know where they got him from. The guy's trying to pick up a paycheck. I'm just thinking, if he's a fan, he paid $5 for that ticket. He could be the guy that stuffed the turkey with $100 bills. You don't know, do you? Someone's got to do it. <laughs> he said that of a day. So <laughs> turkey st- that's why you enter the competitions and bring ECW to a school near you. To be a hundred dollar turkey snuffer stuff. He goes home to his family and his wife turns around and says, How's your day? Because you're not gonna believe this. You know how you never said you said that no one is ever going to want someone whose entire skill is stuffing money into poultry. I get a call. <laughs> and then not only do I get a call but I end up getting strapped to a gurney with something around my mouth and beaten up by a Terry Funk, who I think is a good guy, but I'm not sure. He's nice. Depends on what segment and he's did in. You, and did you know you can get $700 in a turkey? They're slightly smaller than Spain. <laughs> <laughs> and all... for, the next, for the next thing, we're going to put quarters in a grouse. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Oh, I got oh. excited because I thought I was going to see Paulie Dangerously's like, chest. I thought he was going to take his whole top off. Why? why is that exciting you? I don't is understand it... why Funk has his power over people. He's telling people to climb up top ropes and jump on concrete and they're up for it. He's telling Paul Heyman to strip off naked. and he's Take just... your shirt off. Buy me a drink. Be a man, take your shirt off. I'm like, And what? then he just pegs it. Well, your tag like... team partners ain't got their shirts off. <sighs> so yeah he's he's there and he doesn't in the end he changes his mind um, and then we've got the match that we all wanted Tasmaniac and Sullivan versus Norman and Mike V I run the hotline and asked for this and I'm glad they gave me it I asked for it for um, the holiday hell this is my requested match I asked for it to finish it was a quick match, so you got your request. Lynn had um, Holly Dangerously again, but this was my favourite promo, I think. This was the singing promo. So was this the one where the Sullivan blindfold came back into play? Yeah, yeah, and Taz, Taz kind of goes down Taz, as well. Yeah, so when, when Sullivan's covered up, yeah, the Tasmaniac this. also cannot see and rolls around the floor grabbing at his eyes, pretending that he can't see, with what looked like women sitting there just kind of going, stop it, stop it, stop it, as he's being a dick as well. They're all just being dick. He's a human being, for God's sake. Don't take the piss. It's not his fault. So Tasmania... He's suffered really bad migraines. It's not his fault. So that happens. I skipped over that on purpose, I think. (laughs) Um, yeah, so Heyman did a singing promo. Can't really do it justice. I thought he was quite decent. Go back and watch episode 37. He takes a Christmas song, 
but he changes it into about how Terry Funk's shit. The I'm ready to walk I, with Paulie dangerously. I, the only thing I thought could have been better is it ends with him saying about season's greetings. And for some reason, I was expecting him to say season's beatings, which I thought would have made it better. Oh. Get on that hotline. Let them know. Then we had the, um, the six-man main event. Or so we thought. The lights go on and out again. And so we had more run-ins and lights on and off. And someone just sitting at the back flicking a switch, probably Jay Sully. And um, then we <laughs> it's through got... Matty in the house. Matty's gone out, so he turns the light off. Oh, not sorry. Just <laughs> walking around the back yeah. going, not sorry, not sorry. He's, he's by the light switch. Sorry, lights on. Not sorry, lights off. Well, the only thing I got from all this, a lot of carnage, was just like, um, what you call it? Um, oh, Wild Man and... Um, Oh, I'm terrible with names. What's his name? Who's Sam he fusion with? Oh, Rock and Rebel. Rock and Rebel. Just keep on like hitting each other, hitting each other's chairs with their chairs for like five minutes. Oh, this yeah. is fun. <laughs> and then Jason, and then Jason being like, "Is it all right? It's my suit. How the hell does the microphone work? The lights aren't on." Oh, I don't know. So that's, that's the way to end the show, and it takes us to week 38. Um, the show started off straight away, and the audio was crap, and I thought, oh, here we go. So half the promos, I've got no idea what anyone really said, if I'm honest, especially yeah. Jason's promo. Um, they go back to lights going on and off again, in case you forgot. In case you forgot, yeah. Chad Typically. Austin's in the ring, and he faces the Pitbull, a.k.a. Gary Wolf, for those who know. And um, soon to be Pitbull one, but at the moment is the Pitbull. Yeah, very much so. So yeah, um, and he loses on his debut. So half the time they which talk I about... liked. Yeah, yeah, I, I liked the fact that because I'm I'm watching this match, and he hits this this brilliant vicious looking power bomb, doesn't cover, and then he hits another huge move and doesn't cover. And then he does this thing and kicks out. And, and I'm kind of sitting there going, this is just taking, this is, this is far longer than it needs to be. So the fact that after all of this, he's super confident and he's over the top and then he gets caught out and pinned. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of dug that. I thought that was all right. That's cool. Yeah. It's fine, I guess, when you put it like that. So um, this, this was actually a match from um, Holiday Hell. Um and interesting enough, I looked at the results. I didn't see it notice before today. So even though we all bigged up the old, um, what's his name's comeback, um, Jimmy Superfly Snooker, he doesn't, um, he doesn't feature Holiday Hell. Um, so Kevin Sullivan and the Tasmania defeated JT Smith, and who'd you get in if someone doesn't like turn up? Tommy Cairo. Tommy Cairo. So Superfly never turned up. Oh, oh. poor Tracy Smith. Apparently his, just his called up. Just disappointment. Just called up and goes, "What you gonna do?" About... <laughs> and just didn't turn up. Can't believe after all that snooker no showed. Snooker no showed. And Shane Douglas defeated Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, of course. Mike Awesome defeated Randy Starr. It was the Shane Douglas match then from Holiday Hill. Yes. Ah, oh, cool. 
Mr. Hughes um, with Jason defeated the Sandman with Peaches. Yeah. Rock and Rebel defeated Donny Allen by Pinfall. Yeah, Fulton, I don't know if he was supposed to fight. Um, all of all of those we now. see here. Uh, Terry Funk um, obviously defeated Sabu. Basically. With with interference. Yeah, so basically we just got to see the show here, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Pat Tanaka defeated Rocky Rock in the body count match. Oh. And Tommy Dreamer won the so Johnny, um, so Johnny Grunge died. <laughs> I don't know about that. It doesn't really say. <laughs> um, but yeah. Kaboom. They're never going to be the same again. She basically just run down the whole of the show that I'm about to try and review. Oh, yeah, sorry. So, yeah, this this is like highlights of... This. This, is like this highlights of fight. this week 38. Yeah. Oh. I didn't know that. Sorry. We said about six times. Well, not only that, but you, you watched week 38. Not sorry. Yeah, I watched week 38 about, like, t- three weeks ago. No, you didn't. By accident, I did. Yeah, but you would have watched it again because you can't remember none of it. To take note. Snake in the grass. So, yeah, so um, the Sandman came out. Uh, Gary attacked Chad after the match. Sandman came out um, for the save, and he was actually dressed as the Sandman. Even though this is just, obviously, his normal yep. clothes. But So I had a little moment there thinking, this is it. Then yep. it cuts to Mr. Hughes beating the Sandman, and I realised it wasn't it. Because he's back to wearing his his wetsuit. Yeah, where the fuck yeah. are my tights? Um, Jason Promo couldn't really understand anything he said. So the only bit I got out of it, the only point I've made a note on, was basically he's insinuating that he's he's having sex with peaches. Yeah. As in yeah, the woman, not, no. not the fruit. She doesn't yeah, say no. Peaches. No, no peaches one says no to me, me, not even peaches. Yeah, something to do with why don't you ask her about how many times she said no to me, which I was trying to work out because when he said it the first time, and I think it might just be his delivery, but when he started on, it felt a little bit kind of non-consensual. But but <laughs> I can I see that, I can see that yeah. But I think that was just kind of his sleaziness overall because after that it, he kind of made it apparent that he was insinuating that they they were sleeping together. Um, yeah. consensually but yeah it was just a weird little thing yeah so you guys picked up more than I did out of that we then had Rebel versus Donny Allen um, yeah nothing match Rebel won with a jumping pile driver yeah, that looked like that hurt it did like literally like wow it no wonder these things are bad now <laughs> Yeah, so then Heyman announces Sabu. I didn't really think anything about it. I thought it was just Sabu. And then it turned out it was Sabu versus Terry Funk for the world title from um, Holiday oh, Hell. Hell. Yeah, which was crazy. So what's the whole match? Um, pretty decent match. Obviously not the best match that we'll ever see these two in, but enjoyed the match nonetheless. It was enjoyable, yeah. Yeah. I didn't like they didn't let us show the whole match. It was highlights. It was like kicked it was on enough. Like... It was enough. It was enough, but I thought it was, I thought it was some good spots, which I'm guessing that's all they showed us was the good spots. Sometimes it's better. Sometimes. Uh, so Shane Douglas comes out, ends up costing Sabu the match. 
And um, yeah, that was all a bit weird. The whole thing's weird because I guess in what he's a face again now. Uh, I don't know because it's weird. It's almost like everyone's involved in different feuds and depends what feud they're in. So Funk's in a feud where he's a face. He's in a different feud where he's a heel. And I feel the same about Shane Douglas. Where he's feuding with Paulie dangerously, he's like a face. But then he's, you know... I mean, Sabu is meant to be the out-and-out heel and is the least heelish out of all of them because he's the one that just keeps getting cheap shot and beaten up and screwed out of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's um, weird. But, um, yeah, Terry Funk wins. He's the brand-new heavyweight champion. Sabu snaps afterwards, starts flipping tables, moonsaulting tables. Um, Nick cuts to poorly dangerously out the back, and he's fuming. I think, is this the promo where he throws down the TV title, or is that later on? That's the the end of the episode. That's the one. All right. No, well, this is the end of the episode, so it's this one. So he's he, oh, yeah, he says, is... you know, he's only got this, blah 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 blah, and throws it on the floor, um, and then tries to to do this really weird logic of uh, you two are in trouble now because you know if what's the worst that can happen? You lose the match and you lose your career. What's the worst that can happen? You lose the match and you lose your title. And then you have to kind of face Sabu kind of thing. So it was it was a really weird. Oh, because this is where it's the same promo, but they keep jumping back and forth, don't they? Because I know Funk's yeah. with a few good men, and they talk about Shane Douglas. Um, Funk's, I think, is going about saying he's the best ever. Then they announce on January the seventh, Terry Funk versus Shane Douglas. Yeah. yeah. So that's happening. Then Heyman does his promo again, and the show ends. It was a good promo. I didn't realise how long it went on. I was like, oh, all of a sudden my TV just kind of like went, that's the end of the episode. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. It really did go on for a while. Yeah. Yep, he really did. He really spoke from the heart. Yeah. Um, all in all, I enjoyed him. I mean, it's not where I need to be, but I do like Shane Douglas. I do like Terry Funk. So, and obviously... Taz when he becomes Taz. I mean, I'm enjoying seeing him, I'm enjoying going through. Not the greatest ones, I guess, but um, yeah. I mean, the, the the storytelling's still all over the place. The, the 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 trying to keep track of stuff is still bizarre. Um, and I feel that the uh, the fact that they can't keep people in. In, in the area, in post almost, you know, without them kind of suddenly having to change their plans at a moment's notice because so-and-so's no longer coming in or such-and-such has such gone wherever um, is hurting them. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you know, there's still bits in there that I'm, I'm, I'm liking and enjoying. Yeah, I'm no. kind of glad to see the back of 93, but I am kind of glad that it's nice to see just where it all started well yeah I mean I'm good because we're, we're getting there so we are getting there I mean 1993 has been quite a, a I mean if you look back at it on, as a whole um, 
it's been quite the topsy turvy year. I mean, where we started and where we ended is is hugely different. Oh, completely. I, I just less um, replays. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing. I think just when I thought there was one point where I thought we, we've turned a page and we're finally, this is amazing. This is going to be amazing. And then it kind of went backwards again. Um, yeah, I mean, they seem to do a lot of bulk shooting and then not put it in any kind of order. Yeah. There's still bits that for a taped show are fairly unforgivable. You well, know, I don't, if they forgot to like bring it up. They mentioned like Funk's the new champion, and then showed us the Terry Funk match. Just, just and here's the bits. title match with with uh, Tasmaniac and Kevin Sullivan versus Tommy Dreamer and Johnny Gunn, and then we get there and oh, and Johnny Gunn's not made his flight. Well, you 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 must have known that because you've you've recorded this separately, so you could have said yeah. something about that before. Yeah, just a bit all over the place completely but I'm looking but forward growth, to um, go on you first no I was just saying as a growth it's been an incredible 1993 watching it become something that feels a little bit more familiar yeah I'd agree with that I mean it's definitely um, been some big improvements I think we're only what a couple of episodes away for episode 50 where we get to do our new Mount Rushmore. So I'm constantly making notes and seeing who I'm liking. But um, yeah, it's really good. I'm enjoying it. I think next week we'll probably end up going back to two episodes, depending. Mm. And um, we'll see how it goes. But um, thank you very much for listening, everyone. Make sure you go to the network, check out the classic ECW. Next week we'll be viewing episode 39 and 40. So make sure you go join in. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at underscore sports arena. Get involved with reviews. Any comments you've got about it, throw them out there. We'll read them out. Thank you very much and see you next time. Bye.